Hi, and welcome to Wisdom's Echo. I am your host, Teresa Bowen, and today I want to share a few minutes of something I've been meditating on, just um, walking in, and that is Genesis 1, verse 26, where God the Father said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let's just stop right there and not continue on for the moment. And let's look at let us make in the Hebrew, asah, to do or make in the broadest sense, accomplish, advance, appoint. All right, that is the Hebrew words, tzadi lamed final mem. Zadi being that righteous man on a journey. Lamed, the shepherd, the teacher, the leader. And that final mem is that closed mem. So to me that adds mystery in that there needs be permission to enter that storehouse of heaven. That mem is closed Tselem is that word, let us make. Man, of course, we know is Adam, the Aleph, Dalit, closed mem, again, the strong leader and the door to the never-ending supply of heaven. Again, because it's closed, there is a permission required. That's my thoughts on it, anyway. Um, and it says, after... In our image, let us make man in our image. I already went over that. Salam. And our likeness. And likeness is demuth. Resemblance, model, shape, fashion, manner, similitude. Just that word similitude gives us the word pattern. So the image of the heavenly host is the pattern in which we were fashioned and formed in that man was fashioned and formed in the image after our likeness so i just want to stand right there and we understand that god is spirit so therefore we are spirit because we are made in that image and likeness of spirit, first and foremost. Let's move on to Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him male and female created he them. So we see them, male and female, this is one being created man in his own image, in the image of God created he, him, male and female. So we see that is one entity, both male and female, after the image and likeness of God. And when we say male and female, do we mean like, something strange here on the earth. No, we're talking spirit. 
All right, so let's come up here to the dimensional realm that we were created in and from, and that is our true dwelling place and the true essence of who we are. So in verse 27 again, God created bara, which is a different word where he said, let us make in verse 26, bara, to create, to cut down or select, to form or to choose, to create. All right. And let us make, remember, was the word asa, ayin, shin, hey. So here, let us make man, let us from the fountain of our eye, put the all spark burning fire and breath into the strong leader as a door to the never ending supply of heaven in our image, Tzalem, as righteous teachers and leaders that can pull out of this hidden, never-ending supply of heaven, this final mem, which this is where we get the word image, and it's an unused root meaning to shade, a phantom, an illusion, a resemblance. So this is that spirit we are made Spirit made spirit. So this is our true essence of who we are. This is the us that Father knew, Psalms 139, before he placed us in our mother's womb. This is our original intent, our original design, if you will. The spirit, the image, the right the righteous shepherd or the righteous leader of this never-ending supply of heaven or the fountain of righteousness flowing from this never-ending supply of heaven. And we, man, the result, the strong leader, is the door to the never-ending supply of heaven. So Psalms 24, lift up your head, O ye gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors. That is us, you and I, man, Adam. The strong leaders huh, are the doors to the never-ending supply of heaven. Whoa, verse 27 again, in his image, Selem. The righteous strong leader, the righteous shepherd, the righteous teacher from or of the never-ending supply of heaven. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, in the image of Elohim. Elohim, because this says us, let us make man in our image and we are reminded from the new testament that we are filled 
with the fullness of the Godhead, the us here, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Godhead. We lack no good thing. Ah, so good. So I want to read this out of um, the energy of the Hebrew letters. Our state of mind can create illness or speed us on our way to recovery. Just as no boundary exists between man and the cosmos, so too are the mind and body inseparable. When we are ill, it is not merely physical disease that must be treated. A shift in the psyche must also occur. This concept is not new. Only recently, however, have we in the Western world begun to respect um, and embrace and give this attention. We intuitively recognize the existence of a connection between mind and body, but it is less easy to perceive the link between mind and the cosmos. The ancient axiom, as above, so below, alludes to this cosmic connection, or as we like to say, on earth as it is in heaven. All creation is part of the holy unity. In particular, man, because we carry the very image and likeness of the Godhead. All creation does not carry the image. They may carry some of the likeness, the essence, right? But not the image. We are the image bearers of the Most High God. Woo! I love that. <clears throat> so in essence, um, I think it would be uh, correct to say that we are we are the sensory vehicle of the divine. It's not just that a human being is having an experience of being sick or poor or whatever. It is God having the experience for whatever reason. Remember, we are filled with the fullness of the Godhead. So it's not that they are separate from our experience, that they don't experience. Remember our great high priest, Yeshua, you know, he suffers and experiences all the things we suffer and experience. So it is God having this experience on purpose for a reason. God is experientially knowing God as other than God. It is not simply that a human being is experiencing life. God is experiencing creation within and through each one of us individually and as a unified whole body. I love that concept. If we can think like that, we've got to expand our mind, our consciousness to receive all that God the Father has for us. The word says to um, enlarge my heart that I may contain more of you, O God. So that, in essence, our heart is showing us how we can be enlarged to experience more of this Godhead that we are filled with the fullness of, that we are created in the image and the likeness of whew, 
This is so good. So going back to verse um, 26 of Genesis chapter 1, and he says, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth, over all the earth, over all the earth. Psalms 24, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, Psalms 25, and he's given it to his heirs. This is where he gave it to his heirs, back, all the way back in the beginning. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and this earth is Eretz, the firm earth, this dimensional space and time in which we as humanity have been placed in. And I find it interesting, um, in Genesis 5, we'll read again of another depiction of God creating man. So we know on the sixth day God created man. Here we read again how God created man. Genesis 2, there's another depiction of how God created man in Genesis 5. And then in the New Testament, we find where Jesus, Yeshua, is the last Adam. So he's the first born of many brethren, so therefore he is the first of a new species, the Christ species. In Matthew chapter 1, you can read all the way down of the genealogy of Yeshua Jesus, and it's 14 generations, 14 generations, 14 generations, but when you count that total, whew, we come to Jesus Yeshua being that 22nd generation. So we will look at that in the next episode of In His Image, part two. So thank you for joining me today.